0: This NFL Week 14 Thursday Night Football Player Props edition of the Propcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Claim your risk free bet up to $500 over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com Bet Rivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com Bet Rivers. Ross, we're also brought to you by Game Time. Game time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Download the game time app today and use promo code CFBX for $20 off off of your first purchase today. Welcome, everyone, to the NFL broadcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, December the 6th, currently 410 on the East Coast. Here to get into the game of the year happening on Thursday night football. We've got the New England Patriots. They are headed to Foxborough to take on the, oh, sorry, uh, reverse that, the Patriots are headed to the Steel City to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers in this matchup of the year. I'm so excited to watch this one and I've got my guy here with me. You guys know him as the king of the motorsports world. It's Rod Via Gomez. Rod, what's going on, brother? How are you doing this Wednesday afternoon?
1: I can we just flex Thursday night games is is that a thing? Can we do that? I mean, we got spoiled last week and now we're paying the price for it this week with Zappi versus uh Trubitsky. I I I'm not sure what we all did in this world to deserve it, but uh, here we are.
0: Rod, I got a question for you, my friend. All right. uh, So what do you think is going to be higher in this game? The number of people watching this game or the number of points being scored in this game?
1: Would it be wrong if I said points? I I, I highly, I I mean, again, (laughs) the only thing keeping this thing interesting, I think, is is this, uh, prime advanced stats like that's the only thing that keeps these games interesting is because then you're like, Oh, okay, well, at least I can watch these stats and not necessarily, well, if there are any stats to watch, but
0: yeah, it's not. I don't, I mean, Kylie, I mean, could we have a more shittier matchup this Thursday night football? But I mean, you mentioned it, we had a pretty good one last week between the Seahawks and the Dallas, uh, Cowboys you when know, the points were a plenty in that game. Um, you know We're transparent on the show. It wasn't a great uh, Thursday night football uh, prop uh, show last week for myself and Chris, but um, hopefully we can bounce back in this game here uh, between the Patriots and the Steelers. Obviously, we know the Patriots are going to be starting Bailey Zappi here uh, for um, maybe the half. Maybe we see some Malik Cunningham in this game. Who knows? But. Uh, on the other side, uh, last week we did see we did see Kenny Pickett go down with an ankle injury. Should keep him sidelined for at least a couple weeks here. But again, the Pittsburgh Steelers are right in the thick of it um, for yeah, at least a wild card spot. I know we've talked a lot about the AFC North Division here, Rod, but uh, right now they can use every win that they can get. And I think it obviously has to start here against yeah. the New England Patriots after losing last week to one of the worst teams in the entire National Football League in the Arizona Cardinals here, Rod.
1: All you got to do for Mike Tomlin is stay over 500, right? That that's, that's yeah. his, that's the entire goal of the Steelers. Every single, now I'm just kidding. Now, of course they want to make the playoffs, but um, <laughs> I think at this point, just trying to stay over 500 is, is where this team is. And with Trubisky, I mean, listen, I, I know that he's not the sexiest of names and I know that he's not necessarily the most favorite option right now for them, but this is where they're at. At least he's a veteran quarterback. At least he can hopefully keep this team stable. And, but he's not. He doesn't have a hard test this week, in my opinion. So this is definitely going to be an opportunity for the Steelers to pick some pick a game up where they probably should or couldn't have done it on a team other than the Patriots.
0: Yeah, look, last week if they would have won that game against the uh, Cardinals, they would be sitting at eight and four. I'll make the assumption right now. Them being a six point favorite in this game, they should win. Uh, that would have put them. At minimum at around nine and four, uh right there in the thick of things. Um with the Baltimore Ravens who lead the AFC North right now. But I think the bigger picture right now for like you mentioned, the Steelers is um in the wild card um the wild card spot. So right now we're looking at it. Um why is this standing so complicated? Jesus Christ. Um, let me go to the playoffs here. Um, so I mean, like I mentioned, they're they're right in the thick of it there. Again, in the, some of the other divisions, it's gonna be the AFC South shockingly uh, this year with the Colts and the Texans both sitting at seven and five. They're fighting for a playoff spot. um and again, the Browns right there in their own division are sitting at seven and five. So some intriguing matchups um for not only the AFC North Division like we've talked about every single week, but this division here, rod. The quarterbacks have just been going down like flies. Deshaun Watson gone for the season. Joe Burrow gone for the season. Kenny Pickett's going to miss uh, a couple of weeks here. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. May- Ravens may want to bubble wrap uh, Lamar Jackson here, but I think it's kind of been the story of the league. this series. it's the quarterback play has just and it's not to a fault of these quarterbacks. It's just the injuries and some of these guys that have been being out. I mean, starting week one with Aaron Rodgers Aaron there, Rod. But I mean, God, Lee, it's just been absolutely atrocious thus far this season.
1: You think that uh, Harbaugh is going to build a brick wall around Lamar Jackson? And I, <laughs> listen, I know we're not doing, I'd actually, I know I'm not doing the Sunday night game or the Sunday slate, rather. But if there was a prop for Lamar's rush total, I would probably take the under on that. Yeah, I don't think they're going to want him to get out of the pocket at all this next yeah. only game. I know that the the running game is is one of the strongest parts of Lamar Jackson's games, but again, with the way all of these quarterbacks are falling like flies, do you want to take the unnecessary risk of sending your quarterback out there to get pummeled by linebackers?
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree. Right, like like I mentioned, he's the only remaining starting quarterback that is. Um, healthy in this AFC North division. But again, you're right right now, the Baltimore Ravens, like they know they are in the driver's seat uh, for this AFC North division. And over the last two seasons, Rod Lamar Jackson, this is the time of the year where he's gotten injured and he hasn't been able to finish the regular season. So again, like you mentioned, I think that's a great point that you do to bring up about Lamar Jackson, that if he doesn't need to be out there scrambling um, that I think that the Baltimore Ravens will do everything to protect uh, Lamar Jackson. But Hey, look, we still have a football game. We'll still give out our player props in this game. But this will, I think, you know, we've talked about week in and week out, Rod, that it's been very difficult to find props, uh, especially for these Thursday night football games. I will say that this was probably the hardest time I was hand, uh, finding finding winners. So, again, take this with a grain of salt, but we'll do our best to give out some winners here. So, Rod, Ron, lead us all player prop number one for this uh, Patriots and Steelers matchup for Thursday night football.
1: Well, stop me if uh, the the under is going to be probably the most predominant uh, of the stats and, and props that I pick this time. This time, I am not the optimist, so uh, I'm going to take Bailey Zappi's longest completion. They have this set at 31 and a half. Please give me the under on this one, minus 114, over there on Bet Rivers. Look for Bailey Zappi; uh, he has not had a long reception or long completion, rather, of this all season long. And in fact, he really hasn't even been close. So, uh, that's 31 and a half is an absolute gift. His longest completion so far this season is 27 yards, which I mean, still a few yards away. Uh, his next longest after that was 22, 15, 11. Look, he does have some long completions in his in his starts last season uh, that have gone over this mark Two, In fact, of uh, the four that he had in long completion-wise uh, went over this mark. But Again, he's not playing with the, the same team, first of all, that he was last year. And, and second of all, this Patriots team has just been absolutely abysmal offensively all season long. So I don't know that they're going to get anything down the field against the Steelers, who actually have not allowed a long completion of this in two of the last three games. They didn't allow one, uh, believe it or not, in their loss against the Cardinals 21 21- was the longest there they did allow a long completion to the Bengals, but that of course is the Bengals. uh but they did not allow uh, a long completion of this to the browns who uh, the longest one there was 18 yards and i think if we're gonna if we're going to compare quarterbacks that they're facing i think dtr is a little more comparable to uh to zappy than is joe burrow so i think if we're going to talk about limiting quarterbacks and what they can do i think the steelers can do that against and 31 and a half just seems like a mile so give me the under on this one
0: yeah i think the uh, the game plan in this game for the patriots would probably be running the football um and and like i mentioned at the top of the show is that if bailey zappy is not playing well do we see malik cunningham coming in at halftime uh for this patriots team at the quarterback position so I think that's something else to keep in mind in here. But again, like you mentioned, he just hasn't gotten even close to these numbers. I mean, last week was the closest against the Chargers, who we know with their past defense is just not very good. Um, but again, again, last week, 13 of 25, 141 yards for Bailey Zappi. Uh, Blango, 27, like I mentioned, five sacks as well. Um, I also stayed on the Bailey Zappi train here as well. I'm taking an under and then... I mean, this number is low for a reason, 151 and a half passing yards. I, I just don't see that Belichick puts him in a situation where, you know, he's going to be throwing the football um, all over the field against the Steelers team. And again, I know the Steelers defense. Their rush defense more and their past defense as well just hasn't been there this season. Like they're not the traditional defense that we're used to seeing uh in the Steel City there. But I think that this is going to be a situation where we see the a, more of a running game here for the New England Patriots. So, I mean, this number is very low. It is at 151 and a half. Uh, again, definitely shop around for the best number as always, but it's just a situation where I just don't think that Bailey Zappi will get close to this number. It's a short week. You take a look at some of the, at least the last two games, right? I know that he probably came in at halftime again in the Giants game where he had 54 passing yards, but even a full star last week, he only had 141 against the Chargers. So I think there's another game where it won't be pretty for Bailey Zappi in this game. So, Rod, I'm going with the under 151 and a half for Bailey Zappi in this game, passing yards.
1: I took a look at that one too. I just don't think this game's going to be. Pretty at all. I mean, there's, there's yeah. really just no no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And you look at even what the quarterbacks have done against Steelers last week. They held Kyler Murray to 145 passing yards, so they're pretty staunch. I mean, they held Jake Browning to 227, uh, and then they held DTR to 165. So they've pretty much been lights out against opposing quarterbacks for the last three weeks. So I- I'm definitely thinking that this is another opportunity for for Zappy to could fall short. So I, I like it.
0: All right, before we get going here on the next round of our player props, let me tell everyone about uh, Bet Rivers. We're brought to you by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers is available in over 14 states, plus Ontario, Canada. Bet Rivers has some of the best live betting markets in the space. Their betting menu is second to none, including a ton of props. Depositing and withdrawing is super easy on Bet Rivers as well. Sign up using our link to get a risk free bet up to $500. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com Bet Rivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com Bet Rivers problem gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Rob, let's keep it rolling here. Let's get into our next round of our player props here. What do you got for the people?
1: All right, so I'm going to go ahead and take an over on this one. I know I said unders is a, re- a reoccurring theme, but I'm going to take an over on a tight end that we all know and love, and that is Pat Fryer muth the big Muth. His receiving yards are set at 27 and a half. You know, we talk about this almost all the time on this show 27 and a half is pretty decent. It's 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 two good receptions, especially for tight ends who usually get those around the line of scrimmage, maybe seven, eight yards out. And then they all they have to do is just catch a couple of those and and they're over this, right? Or or break a, a little bit of one and then they're over it a little more. But for Fryermuth, 27 and a half. He has actually gone over this number in his last two weeks. He's got three catch or three games of at least twenty-seven and a half receiving yards so far this season. I'll tell you a couple of weeks ago against the the Bengals, right? Eleven targets, nine catches, 120 yards, 29 yards was his longest reception in that game. Uh so he he broke the 27 and a half yard mark on one catch, which again is something we could probably see out of a guy like Fryermouth, But I still feel like it'll be more of what we saw last week against Arizona, where he caught three of his five targets for 29 yards. He may not get 50. He may not get 60, but I think 30 is right around that realm of where uh, we'll be able to see him get to uh, look at what Chargers or what uh, uh, tight ends have done against the Patriots so far. Last week, Jared Everald, four catches for 44 yards. Um, We have seen uh, like uh, Durham Smythe get over this number, 27. He got there as well. It was uh, uh, Michael Mayer, actually, five catches for 75 yards. He did it against them uh, when the uh, Raiders came to town. And then Dalton Kincaid, eight for 75. They're giving up at least 37.92 yards per game to opposing tight ends. I think that trend continues, especially with a guy like Frymuth, who's going to have to bail out Mitch Trubisky uh, in this offense. So, give me Muth at least twenty-eight receiving yards this week. One, minus one fourteen on Bet Rivers.
0: Yeah, I mean, you mentioned since he did return from uh, injury for the uh, Steelers, he has been getting over his yardage. Right? I know I have him uh, in in my in uh, on one of my fantasy teams, and the week that he did return, uh fortunately enough to have started him that week, but. Um, I think that for Mitchell Trubisky, like you mentioned that if he isn't in any trouble going up against his defense, which has been really good for the Patriots. I know we've talked about all the negatives for this team as far as offensively. They've given up a total of combined 26 points for the last three weeks. And if you told me that any other team was doing that, they, I would have told you they were three and own. they were crushing their opponents, but unfortunately this offense has been really bad for the Patriots, but defensively they've been really good now, you know, At at least for the tight end position, they've given it up, like you mentioned, to opposing tight ends. But I think for Fryermuth, you know, with him returning, I I think that this is an opportunity for him to have a, a good game against his Patriots team. And again, like you mentioned, it's not a big number for Pat, uh, Pat Farmer. he came back the first week, I think he had nine receptions, 120 yards uh, in that game. So again, I think it's a good opportunity for him to continue uh, what he's been doing, or at least over the last two weeks uh, against, um, uh, against opposing defenses. So uh, yeah, not sure if I'm going to be starting him this week, uh, but I do hope that he, at least for our prop sake here, he does get over this number of uh, 27 and a half. All right, Rod, for my next player prop, I am going to go over to the game or sorry, the game. The, Patriots side, and I'm looking at uh, Zeke Elliott in this game here to go over his rushing yards. I don't see his rush attempts out yet. I would have liked that even more, but just because we are recording right now, I don't want to give out a number that's not available for Zeke. Um, so right now over on Bet Rivers. Uh, Zeke's rushing yards is set at 58 and a half. I'm going to go with the over on this. This number is on the climb because I do see some books north of 60 now. So last week, Ramondre Stevenson got injured uh, with an an ankle injury. He's going to be missing some time here as well for the New England Patriots. And right now, Zeke Elliott is going to step into that spot here. So The last uh, three weeks here, Zeke Elliott has been actually pretty good for this running attack of the New England Patriots. So going back against the Colts, he had 13 attempts for 54 yards. Against the Giants, he had nine carries only, but that translated to 46 yards. And also 17 attempts last week after uh, Ramondre Stevenson uh, left the game with an injury that translated to 52 yards. And I know 40 of those came on one rush for... um, Zeke, but you take a look at what running backs have been able to do against the Steelers this season, and it just has not been very pretty. Last week alone, James Conner came into town 25 rushes, 150 yards in that game. Michael Carter, four for 25. They did a pretty good job against Joe Mix in the prior week, but again, against the Browns, uh, they did a pretty good job, but then against the Packers, nine attempts for 70 yards for A.J. Dillon, uh, Derrick Henry, 17 for 75. Travis Etienne 24, 24 for 79, Uh, Daryl Henderson and Royce Freeman back in week seven against the Rams, 18 for 61 and 12 of 66. So not only are teams averaging 24 rush attempts per game against these uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, they're also giving up an average of right uh, north of 100 yards per game on the ground here. So for Zeke, I think he will be involved in this game. I think the rush attempts will be there for him as well it just takes a couple of big runs for Zeke to get over this number of 58 and a half so i'm looking at Zeke to go over if you find the rush attempts uh, number closer to game time or on game day i would look at the over there as well but for show the, for the episode purpose right now the number available 58 and a half here rod
1: i absolutely think that elliot has to get involved in this one i mean obviously he's still a, a, a valuable running back he's been not necessarily overlooked by a lot of teams, but he's been overlooked by the team that he's on. If being honest, so I think the time has, has come to stop doing that 17 carries last week. Like you said, that's, that's a pretty hefty load. It's probably going to load up on that again this week. That, that type of uh, workload. I think he's going to have to uh, honestly, if, if they're going to try to stay in this game. And I mean, just to keep the, this offense on the field, they've got to m- get him involved and and keep him going. So I like that. I like the over, but my next player prop, kind of coincides with that one. I'm sure he'll get the, but he's got to get the volume, right? I think what, what's going to have to happen, he's going to get the volume. I don't think he's going to be able to break some long runs. So I've got his longest rush attempt at 13 and a half. I'm taking the under on this one. I don't think he's going to break one uh, for at least 14 yards. He, he's only done that twice this season at all, right? He did it in uh, a week or uh, against Miami. He, he broke a 17 yarder and then a 14 yarder against the Jets. Other than that, I mean, last week, like I said, 17 carries, right? His longest rush in that one, eight yards. He was averaging 3.1 yards per carry. Now, you talked about how well the uh, the running backs have done against the, the Steelers lately. Uh, but again, that's because they need all those rush attempts to even get there in the first place. And I think, yes, Elliott's going to get that opportunity, but I think it's going to come by volume, not by him breaking it off. He's become a plotter, to be honest with you. If, if you yeah. watch him run now, it's not the, the uh, Elliot of old, where he was breaking off 20, 30-yard runs, this is like three yards in a cloud or dust. So all season long, he's averaging 3.8 yards per carry. And like you were saying, I know that the yardage has been there, and, and we talked about that, but I think uh, when you look at what the uh, Steelers have actually done at home, 4.7 yards per carry, it's one of the most of of out of this, but it's only 4.7, right? It's not, uh, and all told, it's 4.3 yards per carry they're giving up. So... I don't think Elliot's going to be able to break a long one against him. Uh, so I think we're going to keep that under 13 and a half for as long as carry.
0: Yeah, I think like you mentioned, it's it just uh, that's why they mentioned the rush attempts uh, for Zeke in this game. Right. Because um, I mean, historically in his career, he's done well against the Steelers. But again, that was in his heyday when he was, you know, one of the top rushers in the league. And this was back 2016 and 20, uh, 2020. Now we're in 2023 where Zeke. Has just become that secondary guy in a a backup running back in this league now. So again, like I mentioned that you're right, that he probably won't be able to break out a long one. That is going to just be on sheer volume that he does get over his rush uh, uh, yards in this game. So a little bit of correlation there uh, for uh, Zeke. So I think this is an opportunity, like I mentioned, that if you're able to find those rush attempts, uh, definitely go over that number for Zeke uh, Elliott in this game. Uh, All right. Before I give out my next player prop here, let me tell everyone about Price Picks. Look, Price Picks is one of the best, if not the best daily fantasy sports platforms that you can play on. And honestly, it's been the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. Now, I can also play. You guys know me. I'm always on the NBA Gambling Podcast. Also, we do the NBA Propcast as well. So, we can do that for the baseball. Uh, sorry, for the basketball season too. You just select two or more players, pick more or less, l- more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. With the basketball season, like I mentioned uh, here, whether it's college football, uh, sorry, whether it's college basketball or the NBA, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League tab, a league that's been created specifically for combo projection that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. So, for example. LeBron James and Travis Kelsey have a stat projection of ten and a half. Come, come uh, a combo of three pointers made by LeBron and receptions for Travis Kelsey. Well, you can play that over on uh, Prize Picks in that special leagues tab, like I mentioned. And you also also want to play along some of the Prize Picks favorite players like rapper Meek Mill. You can now find that in the community plays tab under the promo tab uh, on the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community every single week. And get this. Price Picks even offers a reboot policy so that you know that your entry stay alive even if one of your players gets injured. We talked a lot about the injuries in this AFC North division. You would want to be on Price Picks if you had some of those quarterbacks in your entry. So if you had a player that you had in your entry that got injured in the first half and they didn't return in the second half, well, that player is rebooted. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an insurance with an injury insurance policy. So stay tuned at the end of the episode, Rod and I, we're going to put together our uh, price pick entry for this Thursday night football game. So you guys can play along with us as well. But if you don't have an account yet, no big deal. Just go to pricepicks.com and, but make sure to use that promo code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's pricepicks.com SGPN, but make sure you use that code SGPN to get that $100 first deposit bonus. Prize picks, Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. And we're also brought to you by Game Time. Look, it's that time of year, guys, that number one, you're probably trying to figure out a holiday gift to give your either your friends, family, coworkers. Game time is a perfect holiday gift. Because right now we have a lot of sports going on, right? We have the uh, NFL going on. We have the bowl season that's about to start. Uh, We have NHL. We have NBA. Golf season is going to be starting soon here as well. And if NASCAR's not going on right now, well, we're going to have NASCAR starting here very soon. And let GameTime help you find tickets to all those sporting events. Hey, maybe you have a person in your life that doesn't like sports. Well, no big deal. GameTime has music concert tickets. They have comedy show tickets and also theater tickets near you. They have killer deals on last minute tickets and their best prices are guaranteed. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. So forget planning months in advance. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. The GameTime Guarantee. Means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section, same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in their prices. Also, get images of your seed before you actually buy them so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set to go. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you don't have to haggle through your email box or even wait for them in the mailbox to come in thinking that you're gonna get lost. Nope, they're sent directly to your phone. Game time tickets make the perfect holiday gift, like I mentioned. So download the game time app, create an account, and use promo code CFBX for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Less last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. All right, Rod, let's keep it rolling here. Um, am I up for my last player prop here, I believe? Um, well, that, that was it because it was three apiece, right? Yeah, I think I gave out two. Yeah, so I had the Bailey Zappi and then Zeke. So I'll give you, I'll give you Deontay Johnson uh, on his receptions to go over that numbers at four and a half. And I was trying to find um, uh, when I was doing the research for this game, and I, I lost the website. But when you take a look at when Kenny Pickett is a starting quarterback for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and when Mitchell Trubisky is a starting quarterback for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Deontay. Uh, Johnson targets actually increase by a, I think it's by 25% when Mitchell Trubisky is at the quarterback position uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know this is going to be a low ugly scoring game, um, but I think Deontay Johnson has, you know, started to find his, uh, you know, form here. He's also been targeted uh, last week and over the past couple weeks here. And I know that you know, the receptions haven't been there, but I think that this is an opportunity in this game for Deontay Johnson uh to get over this number of um four and a half right now. This was uh and I think it's the 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 Vig has moved on this as well because when I was researching it in the morning, it was around plus one twenty-four. Now it's at a minus price, uh, for him to uh go over four and a half receptions. There's some so still some uh plus money odds out there. Definitely shop around. But again, right now, uh on our friends over at Bed Rivers. Uh, that number is still at four and a half uh, for uh, Deontay Johnson. So um, just to kind of read off what he's done over the past couple of games, I know the last two games he's only had four uh, catches each, but the targets have been there for him as well. And like I mentioned, when Mitchell Trubisky is behind center, uh, that target number goes up for Deontay Johnson. And again, I think this might be something similar to what we saw early in the game on Monday Night Football I know that game turned into a shootout where Jake Browning um, was targeting Jamar Chase. Um, I want to say, yeah, like five catches in the realm of like 50 some odd yards until Jamar Chase exploded. But I think that it might be some dinking and dunking and, and, you know, some short passes. And I think that Deontay Johnson just uh, definitely has that ability uh, for him to get over this number. Um, if you're able to find the longest reception for Deontay Johnson, uh, I think I like that number as well, just because he is a guy that is a downfield thread. That number's at 17 and a half. Last two weeks, 26 long reception, 39 long reception prior to the injuries. Um, he had this one for 17 against the Green Bay Packers, 32 against the Titans. So this guy's a downfield threat. Early in the season before he did get injured, he had 26-yard long completion against the uh, 49ers and then 39 against the LA Rams as well earlier in the season. So I think this might be a, a Deontay Johnson week. Uh, so I'm looking at his receptions over four and a half. That's still at plus money. and then also longest reception to go over here as well, Rod.
1: You know, I, I know it's a veteran and a veteran thing, right? I mean, Trubisky knows that Deontay Johnson has performed for him in the past. And that's really the trust level that there is between those guys. Obviously, we know Pickett and Pickens are are their, you know, sort of safety blankets as well. So uh, it, it's, it is crazy to hone in on, which quarterback favors which receiver and and obviously in a game like this where I mean there's probably gonna be a lot of short passes probably gonna be a lot of I'm looking for the guy who I'm the most comfortable with and whether that's fryer Muth that's right there sitting the giant target in the middle of the field or Deontay Johnson who I know I can just throw the ball up to and catch uh, those are probably gonna be Trubisky's two favorite targets of the night so I, I think having something on both of those guys is exactly where it's at. So yeah, I, I like Deontay Johnson uh, this week too. He may be the only one that performs <laughs> in that entire Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers offense. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that is three
0: player props each by uh, for myself and Rod. Um, let's get into our lack thereof. Maybe in this game, touchdown scorers, uh, right now, this uh, game is sitting at a total of 30 points. So the books are expecting this to be another game where touchdowns may not be um, scored, I should say here, Rod. But anything that you found in the touchdown score, Mark, that intrigued you?
1: Listen, I plus 1500 15 to one for no touchdown I mean yeah. honestly, I' going just say that too <laughs> that's what I'm saying like that may be the play that I, I I toss out because last week we saw it right it was a six nothing game. Uh, against the chargers. And and that's horrible. That's that should never happen. I feel like, and the Patriots could not do so much as score anything. And not only that, but if you look at these guys' combined touchdowns per game, they're both at the bottom four of the league. New England's only scoring 1.3 per game, Pittsburgh, 1.5 per game over the last three 0.3 for new England and one for Pittsburgh. This is not these are not glamorous teams. These are not teams that light up the scoreboard. I mean, if we could think of an anti Miami, it's going to be one of these two teams, if not both. So, I mean, I think 15 to one could very well be it uh, for this. But I will toss out if we're going to say, I think tight ends play a big factor in this, I will throw out Fryermuth at 310 uh, plus 310 to get into the end zone. No stats to back this up because honestly, I don't think there'll be a touchdown in this game. But if I'm going to bet on somebody finding the end zone, we just talked about who we think the two players are for the Steelers that could produce, and, and I'm going to take one of those guys, and that's Fryaruth at plus three ten. Yeah, again,
0: I agree with you. No touchdown, fifteen to one. Definitely going to put money down on that. Um, and then I'll I would look at either one of the um, running backs to find the end zone here. So right now on Bet Rivers. Uh Jalen Warren uh touchdown scores at plus 155. And then um Ezekiel Elliott is around plus 190 uh for them to find the end zone. Najee Harris did pop up on the injury report with a knee issue. Uh, I think he's officially listed as so questionable for this game. Um, but again, I just think that then, you know, Jalen Warren, and I, I know I've been to Jalen Warren advocate this season but just going up against his defense uh in the patriots that has just been really good um i just can't uh right now you know give it out in good faith knowing that this defense has been firing so both rod and i agree 15 to 1 no touchdown score you know uh rod likes pat firemuth you know if he does score a touchdown i will be crying because i'm not starting him on fantasy this week uh then i'll give out the two um running backs to start Uh, Sorry, sorry to find the end zone in Zeke and Jalen Warren in this game. So, again, expect this game to probably end in the neighborhood of 10-3 something low scoring, which um, that just kind of means it may just turn into a shootout here. We see a 31-30 final here, Rod. But, uh, yeah, not not the greatest game here for uh, Thursday night football. Uh, All right, Rod. Let's get uh, into our best bets here for this prop cast, And then we'll put together our price picks entry to wrap up the show. My friend, what do you got for your best bet?
1: Honestly, I'm going to go with Firemouth over 27 and a half reception yards. Uh, I, I really think that that's, that's where we're going to be at. I think he's going to be open in the middle. I think he's going to get three or four catches and I think he's going to go at least 30, if not 35, maybe 40 yards on this game.
0: Yeah. Uh, again, this is a game where in two, three catches, he can definitely get that done. Uh, when it comes to uh, you know, those receptions or sorry, those receiving yards for uh, Mr. Pratt, Pat Fryer Muth. All right, for my best bet, uh, I, I'm gonna go with Zeke, man. 58 and a half. I think that sheer volume and the number of attempts that he's going to get in this game, he should be able to get over this number again. Like I mentioned, no Ramondre Stevenson dealing with the ankle issue. He's gonna be out for a couple weeks here, maybe, probably done for the rest of the season. No point in bringing him back, especially where this team is at right now for the New England Patriots. So, I'll give out Zeke here at uh, 58.5 over as my best bet uh, in this game here. All right, Rob, let's put together our price pick entry for this Thursday night football game. I will go ahead and add our best bets in this entry. Um, so Zeke is at 61.5. I'll go more on that. And then receiving yards. Let's see here. Mr. Pat Friarmuth. Where are you, sir? Uh, why do I not? Oh, there he is 26 and a half is a number. So we're getting a bit, a little bit of a discount there. Um, what else do we like your rod?
1: Um, well, we could get, we can put a touchdown in there too. Oh yeah. We more, can. more than a half a touchdown on, on a lot of these.
0: Oh, okay. Let me see.
1: So if we want to, if we want to toss one of the running backs in there, if we feel more comfortable with that, why
0: do they not have any other? They don't have it listed yet for this Thursday night game. I think even Prize Picks realize that there's probably no touchdowns being scored in this game. <laughs> That's why they decided not to list
1: it. Oh, there uh, receptions. Then why don't we go with receptions? Deontay Johnson receptions.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I can get behind that. Because uh, I agree Deontay?
1: with you on that one.
0: Okay, Deontay's not even listed on here either. They only have Pickens and Friarmouth right now. What's Let's take, receptions. Um, three.
1: Mm. What do you think?
0: I think he can get there. More than? Yeah. yeah. At worst, I think it'll be a push. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know what? Let me see. What about, we haven't given out field
1: goals. We do you think about Chris Boswell field goals? What's what's one, one and a half. I think he gets more than, yeah. I think he gets more than, I think he at least gets two two field goals in this game. Yeah,
0: I think that the opportunity presents itself for either one of these coaches to get the points well within these kickers' uh, range. I, I think they're going to go ahead and take the points. So, uh, yeah, let's throw Chris Boswell in there. We'll go with more than one and a half field goals made. So, all right. So it's going to be Zeke, uh, more than 61 and a half rush yards, Pratt friermuth more than 26 and a half receiving yards. And then we'll go Chris Boswell. More than one and a half field goals made for this game. That uh, $100 entry for the power play for all three of those to hit is going to pay you a return of 500 big ones. So again, get involved with us, uh, prizepicks.com, but make sure you use that promo code SGPN. New account users will get that uh, $100 bonus, of uh, 100% deposit bonus up to $100. But again, make sure you use that promo code uh, SGPN. All right, Rod, that is gonna do it, my friend, for this edition of the Prop Cast Thursday night football between the Patriots and the Steelers. Any parting words for our wonderful listeners?
1: Hey, I will say that prize picks, I had a gr- very good night the other night on Monday. I saw prize picks. That was a fantastic sweat. Thank God for and I don't, you know, obviously don't want anybody to be injured, but Trey Hendrickson being able to just touch down a guy, I was like, "Oh, thank God for that!" Because uh, that that got me more than the uh, seven what half a sack that, that I needed for that. But yeah, definitely take down on on Prize Picks. I love it. That was a lot of fun. Uh, in the meantime, follow me on Twitter to see how I do this Thursday night uh, on Prize Picks, and uh, yeah, we'll have some fun.
0: There we go. Uh, Another week of Thursday night football in the books here. And I am going to at least give some type of positivity here, uh, Rod, and look ahead to what we have next Thursday night. Uh, We have the LA Chargers and the Raiders next week. So at least that's a better matchup. We get to talk about Justin Herbert and those, those pesky, pesky Raiders after the Head coaching change they made to with Antonio Pierce there So uh yeah, again, make sure to follow Rod over on X. That's art at RJ Via Gomez. You can follow me on X at Sports Nerd824. More importantly, do us a favor, uh subscribe to the NFL gambling podcast on YouTube. You can uh come chat with us live uh when we're talking about these player props uh weekly, not only for NFL but also for the NBA on the NBA gambling podcast channel. But again, Uh, If you haven't already, leave us a rating and review. We definitely do appreciate that from you guys as well. Till then, we'll talk to you guys on Friday. Good luck with your bets. Enjoy. And I say that with caps E W or sorry, a capital E N J O Y. Enjoy this game uh, on Thursday night football. And we'll talk to you guys on Friday.